I'm Meg Dahl, your unbreakable host. Welcome to the show. and welcome back to a brand new episode of the Unbreakable You podcast. It's Meg here as always and today I am recording a solo podcast episode and if you read the title of today's podcast episode, (laughs) you'll know that the topic is something that is very important to me. We are talking all about somatic therapy, what it is, why I got into the world of somatic therapy, why I am studying it and becoming certified, all that good stuff. Honestly, this topic is, or this podcast episode, like it's one that I have been wanting to record for a really long time for you. But um, I've mentioned this in previous episodes too. I, I kind of get into this routine of scheduling guests and that's just kind of this routine and this rhythm that I get into. And then I, I need to like schedule these solo podcast episodes. Anyways, I have mentioned maybe last week or the week before that in 2023 so in the new year you can look forward to many more solo podcast episodes that's kind of my intention around here because I have been receiving so many great podcast episode topic requests from our listeners and it just makes me so grateful. I'm super grateful every single time I get an Instagram message or a email. I send out weekly newsletters and so many of you respond to my newsletters with suggestions for future podcast episode topics and They're all topics that I'm really excited to speak on and dive deeper with you on. So anyways, I could go on and on how grateful I am for you. (laughs) But um, today I am sitting down in my office. It has been snowing and kind of blizzardy for the past few days and I said that this topic of somatic therapy is one that I've been wanting to record for you for quite some time now, Um, and we'll get into this a little bit more once we kind of dive into this episode, but I actually started studying somatic therapy like a year and a half ago, so it has been quite some time that... I wanted to record this episode for you, but I feel like now is the perfect time for me to be sitting down with you and recording this episode. So I actually just finished one of my somatic therapy modules on Sunday, and I'll share with you more about how the program works, but... I was just in four in a four day module. So I just wrapped that up. I took Monday off to allow myself to integrate all of the work that I had done over the past four days, all of the nervous system work. And I'll talk more about why I say nervous system work and how that relates to somatic therapy if you're not yet familiar. But there's just a lot that happens during the four-day modules when I'm in class. It's not only just a lot of learning, but like I said, it's a lot of nervous system work. It's a lot of like inner work on my part. And I took all of Monday off to allow myself to integrate all of that stuff, all of the learning, all of the work. And 
after every single one of these modules that I do with my somatic therapy classes, I I come out like a new person. I, I mean, we're a new version of ourselves every single day. <laughs> so you are a new you than you were yesterday. Um, but it feels really significant to me, and I know all of my other classmates feel the same way. We are changed people after we do these four-day modules and complete a new module. So anyways, I that's why I say um, today just feels like a really perfect day for me to be sitting down with you recording this podcast episode. And also, not only do I feel like a new person because I (laughs) completed this new module of somatic therapy, but I started my period yesterday as well. So it was really interesting timing. I don't believe in coincidences. So every single time we start our period, that marks the first day of a brand new cycle and we're a new version of ourselves every single time we start a new cycle too. So I just thought the timing of that was all super, super interesting. So I have, I'm going to look at my document here. So I got tons of awesome questions from our listeners about somatic therapy So I really appreciate you once again reaching out and just letting me know what you wanted to talk about. Now, I am going to start off with my journey and what led me to somatic therapy and then we'll actually get into what somatics is for those of you who don't know because I do think that it's a word that... (laughs) probably many of you are familiar with, like hearing the word somatic therapy probably is something you have heard multiple times before, but you might not totally understand what it is. Like I, I feel that way with so many things. Like it's like, oh yeah, I've heard of that a million times, but I couldn't actually tell you what it is. So before we get to that topic and really define what somatic therapy is, I wanted to share with you like my journey and what led me there and why I started studying somatics. So I like my background is in food and nutrition. So if you're new here or have, you know, you're just kind of getting to know me, you don't really know my background. I went to university with the intention of coming out as a registered dietitian. I did go to university and study dietetics, but by the time my I got to my fourth year, which was the last year of my degree, I realized that I didn't want to actually pursue the internship and become a registered dietitian. So I graduated with my Bachelor of Science in Food and Nutrition and then went on to study holistic nutrition. So that kind of, you know, was the start of my studies and just like how I opened up my business was as a holistic nutritionist. And then back in 2018, when I started my hypothalamic amenorrhea recovery journey, so I didn't have my period for 12 years, over 12 years, and I had attempted to get my period back many times and I always approached it and I talk about this in previous episodes too from like years and years ago but every single time that I had approached getting my period back I always approached it from a place of trying to fix myself change my body that sort of thing like it was always from that approach 
and it never worked. It never stuck. I just went back to my old behaviors, what felt easier. I got burnt out of feeling like I had to change myself, which makes total sense. But then 2018 rolled around and I realized I was just at a point in my life where I did want to pursue full recovery. Like I was mentally and emotionally recovered. Um, Like I didn't have an eating disorder anymore, but my body was still not recovered. I was not getting a period. I still had HA. And there was still that, like there was still obviously like lingering bits of an eating disorder, but now if I was to look at that through like a somatic therapy lens, the way that I would describe it would be like, I still had trauma living inside of my body. So I started studying through the spiritual or the Institute of Spiritual Coaching. And I became certified. I studied through Jessica Flanagan and became a certified spiritual coach. And through this, through this type of study and this certification, we learned how to heal with our own loving. So instead of like a cognitive approach to healing so instead of like using our minds or you know really focusing on thought to influence behavior change we focused on love our own love our own self-compassion and self-forgiveness as well so things that we already have within us so it was very much like an inner healing journey and also um like I became a like certified to support my clients in doing the same thing and it was through this that I think I kind of received my first glimmers or my first exposures to kind of like what somatic work is and also what IFS or internal family systems. I mentioned that in a previous episode that I did on shame. I talk a lot about parts work in that episode and without like the formal labeling around what we were doing as somatic work or parts work without putting that label on it. It was through this certification that I started to like understand that there was different ways of healing than cognitive behavioral therapy or CBT because when I was going through eating disorder recovery and I was working with social workers and psychologists that's the form of therapy that I was receiving so when I was going through the certification and becoming certified as a spiritual coach through Jessica Flanagan, I was introduced to new methods of healing and I really reached like new levels in my healing journey. I was able to fully recover for like, it felt like for the very first time in my life, I was like fully recovered And I have been ever since that day. Um, I got my period back. And anyways, so it was through that certification that I, I started to see, okay, there's these different ways of healing rather than just like talking through my shit for lack of a better word. And like I said, while I was going through that certification, I never once heard like the words somatic therapy or parts work therapy. I never heard like that label. So it was really interesting to me because I had no idea what somatic therapy was. I I really had never heard of that before. And um, I actually like I, I believe so strongly in 
intuition and being guided to certain things. And I also think that, you know, we can receive messages, whether that's kind of maybe we feel like we heard an external type of message or received some type of message externally. But I also think that we can receive these like messages internally as well. And the way that I would describe this was like an inner whisper. I just kept hearing somatic therapy within myself. Like I I wasn't (laughs) consciously thinking this. I was just hearing this and I you know, if someone asked me what somatic therapy was, I couldn't even tell them at the time because I had never heard it before. But I was just getting those inner whispers over and over and over again. And so I was like, okay, I gotta, I gotta check this out. So at this point in time, it would have been pre-pandemic, but probably like near the end of 2019, when I was getting these inner whispers that were telling me to check out somatic therapy. And so I was looking into it. I found a program and like nothing near me though. I like the closest program that I could attend was like 10 hours away. And so that wasn't really ideal. I wasn't um, like really willing to up and move my life and I had my own business at that point which was thriving and doing really well I was happy with where I was at and so I you know up and moving so I could study something that you know I was not even (laughs) sure what it was just wasn't really something that was in my mind like that wasn't an idea that I was playing with And then, um, so I kind of like tabled the idea of studying somatic therapy, but I had checked out the program, like I said, and I found out that it was nowhere close to me, but um, yeah, just kind of tabled it, set it to the back of my mind. Then pandemic happened, right? COVID happened. And we're all locked up. So many things go online. And it was at the beginning, or I'm not even sure. So I'm not even going to use dates. But it was sometime during, I guess it was the beginning of 2021. And the thought of going to study therapy, become a therapist, or study somatic therapy specifically the thought and the idea and the desire and the urge to do those things continued to come up for me. And so I kept revisiting them because I knew they were coming up for me for a reason. And like I said, this was, you know, in the midst of COVID, we had been basically locked up for a year at this point. And a lot of like classes and certifications and things that were being offered went online. So at the beginning of 2021, I applied for Peter Levine's and we'll talk about him later and like the exact certification I'm getting and things like that. But I applied for Peter Levine's somatic experiencing practitioner program. So you have to like apply to a certain cohort type thing. And so if you're in Canada or familiar with Canada at all, I applied to the Edmonton training because that was the closest one to me. And I applied at the beginning of 2021 and I found out that, you know, they would love to accept me, but they were totally full. So the lady, the very sweet lady that worked there told me that she would put me on a waiting list. And that was back in like January or February of 2021. And the class wouldn't start until August of that year. So it was quite a ways away. And then I just kind of kept following up with her to see if, you know, I was still on the wait list or if things were moving and progressing in my favor. 
and she was just basically apologetic and (laughs) saying how no I was still on the wait list and nothing has really changed and then honestly it was just I truly think it was meant to be because I found out a week before class started that I got bumped up and I was able to enroll and begin my somatic therapy journey a week before class. So I really didn't have much time to prepare at all before, you know, committing and diving into my classes, but that's okay because it all has been so amazing and it worked out just fine. But it definitely worked out for me because the classes have all been online so far. So I've completed all of my modules online so far, which has been so nice and that's kind of what led me to somatic therapy so kind of like a unusual story it wasn't like something I knew about read about and then decided I wanted to do it I was truly just getting these inner whispers and I followed them and it led me to this certification that I'm doing right now and I'll talk more about specifically what that is because those were some of your questions but before you know I go any further into your questions I really did want to talk about what somatic therapy actually is because like I said maybe you've heard about it before but you're not totally sure what it is so Somatic therapy focuses on like a bottom up approach. So instead of like focusing on your thoughts and your mindset in order to influence behavior change, for an example, a bottom up approach really focuses on the body's like wisdom and um, like the trauma stored in the body and that's honestly exactly what somatic therapy is it is a trauma-informed approach to healing so that's really important to talk about just defining what trauma actually is because I think that's like a lot of people have (laughs) there's there's a lot of confusion around what trauma actually is and so I thought it would be important to just like kind of clarify or define what trauma actually is so trauma is not something that is really really horrific or scary so for an example I think you know when we just like the average person or someone who has never really been taught the true definition of trauma, when we think of something being traumatic, we might think of something like war or being like raped or murder, right? Like we think of like the worst of the worst situations, for an example. And I once too thought that, okay, yes, that was, that would be traumatic, you know, going to war, for an example, that would be traumatic, or even like being in a really bad car accident, you know, that would be traumatic. So that is what I think typically people think is what trauma is. However, trauma is actually the emotional and physiological aftermath of the event. So trauma is not the event itself. Trauma is not war. Trauma is not a car accident. Trauma is not being abused. It's the aftermath. So it's not the event itself, but the aftermath 
of the event. And another way I like to explain trauma, and these are not like, I didn't just come up with this myself, but um, this is part of um, understanding trauma as we go through somatic therapy is understanding that trauma is anything that is too much or too fast for the nervous system. So I'm sure you could even sit there right now and think of something that you have experienced in your life that was either too much for you at the time or too fast for you at the time and too much or too fast for your nervous system to handle all at once. And maybe this isn't something that you have looked at as being a traumatic event in your life, but yes, that is what trauma is. It's something that is too much or too fast for your nervous system. But like I said, it's also the emotional and physiological aftermath of an event. So I really like using examples and I'll definitely be using multiple examples throughout this episode just so everyone can kind of like understand you know a little bit better I I learn very well through examples myself and if you're a client of mine you'll know that to be true because I'm all about like the examples or the analogies it's just it's so much easier when we're learning about something new it's so much easier to kind of like wrap our head heads around things I feel that's how I learn at least so One example I really like is, you know, there could be, let's say, two sisters in a household. So these two individuals, they're they're sisters, they're siblings, they're growing up in the, like, exact same environment, but one can leave the house with, you know, go on and move out and one can leave with a totally different experience than the other one. So let's say the mom of these two daughters, maybe the mom was really into dieting. She was super concerned about what her body looks like. Maybe she was just like always yo-yo dieting, making these really negative comments about herself around her daughter's and one of the daughters may develop an eating disorder and the other may be completely unfazed by anything the mom is saying and doing and acting. And this is an example of how one person's nervous system can respond one way to the same event. Another example would be like if you and I were driving And we're just, you know, driving down the street and we witness a really, really bad car accident. You might be able to, you know, carry on with your day. Like I, I might drop you off at home and you don't even think about it. You know, maybe you think about it, but maybe you're totally fine. It does not have any like negative emotional or physiological impact on you at all yet that may have been way too much and like I received all of that it was just happened way too fast for my nervous system and so that one event witnessing a really bad car accident for an example you and I being in the exact same car witnessing the exact same thing could be traumatic for one person and not the other. So I thought that was just really important to understand what trauma is. And somatic therapy or somatic experiencing was and has been founded by Dr. Peter Levine. So I am studying through his 
somatic therapy institute like somatic experiencing so i'll be a somatic experiencing practitioner and i really like there's so much that i love about somatic therapy because like i said when i was going through that spiritual coaching certification it was probably like the first exposure I had to something other than talk therapy and I just gobbled it up and it completely changed my life and I really love how somatic therapy can allow us to like support people in healing instead of focusing on retelling of these traumatic events in their life. So I've worked with a lot of clients actually who have experienced really traumatizing things in their life and they may not even remember these things or they may remember but they might not want to talk to me about them because here's the thing is like I'm not sure if you've ever been in a therapy session before where you sit down and you just get into it with the therapist and this would be like in regular talk therapy where you know you just sit down and you're talking the whole time and you kind of start from okay this is what happened to me and you go through all the traumatizing stuff in your life and I'm not sure if you've ever thought about it this way but like how do you feel afterwards for a lot of people that doesn't actually feel good because you're going through the trauma all over again by retelling all of this stuff i remember leaving therapist offices before and just feeling like absolute garbage because i just talked about all of like the worst of the worst things and like that didn't make me feel good so Anyways, I really love and appreciate that about somatic work is that we don't need to actually focus on the retelling of traumatic events because we're more focused on or what we are focused on is the body story or the nervous system story. So whenever we experience something our nervous system is always trying to protect us okay so we have these self-protection responses I'm sure you're familiar with and we can do I'm not going to get like really deep into the nervous system stuff today but just know that somatic therapy our focus is on the nervous system story not like the cognitive story and what I mean by like the nervous system story is when we experience trauma like that is held in the body and when we do experience trauma and those self-protection responses come online such as fight or flight or freeze or fawn okay so these are all ways in which our body is supposed to support us in like protecting ourselves they are our survival instincts and this is what's supposed to happen okay but when we experience trauma and these traumatic events the the loop doesn't always finish like so the self-protection response doesn't always come to like a completion and so part of the work of somatic therapy is helping the client discharge the trauma that is still being held within their body so let's go back to another example and this example really helped me kind of wrap my head around things or it just kind of put it into a really basic like okay that totally makes sense example for me when I was kind of first learning about this so kind of using a car accident example again so sorry if this is kind of too much for you but it's just a I find a really good way to like explain things So if you have ever, you know, been in a vehicle that has, and it doesn't even have to be a bad car accident. I mean, 
last winter I was it was super icy outside I was driving my dad's huge truck I had four-wheel drive on so I thought I was fine but I'm like driving down the street and out of nowhere like I didn't even hit the gas I didn't even hit the brake like I was just kind of like you know my my foot was on the gas pedal but it's not like I accelerated or anything And out of nowhere, my vehicle just starts spinning around and I hit a snowbank. And uh, that happened last winter. It's not this bad car accident, right? But it was terrifying. I was shaking after that happened. And ever since I experienced that ever since I was in the vehicle and it went spinning around and I felt completely out of control... I noticed that there's like this sense of fear that arises or this like it's a felt sense and that's exactly what somatic therapy works with is the felt sense but um, every single time I get into a vehicle now when it's snowing or icy out I get incredibly anxious okay and so that's my body my nervous system remembering it's still holding on to that story all right and so another way to kind of think about this is when there's no like true threat around but the nervous system and the body is still perceiving a threat for an example so you know, I, maybe I don't have, like, I don't have, like, there is no danger around me, but every single time, like, I'm kind of, like, still anxious to be, like, driving now ever since that experience. However, there's, like, no true threat around me. So, it's really when, like, somatic work supports a client in getting out of a stuck self-protection response whether that self-protection response is fight flight freeze fawn whatever it is the work that we do as somatic experiencing practitioners therapists is support supporting the client in completing that self-protective response and discharging that trauma from the body. So it's really incredible. So I mentioned Dr. Peter Levine before, and he's the founder and he, you know, gave the world somatic experiencing. And he was actually inspired after studying animals nervous systems because he realized that animals are constantly like and I mean animals that are out in the wild okay animals are constantly under threat of death so for an example like imagine like an antelope being chased by a lion or a tiger or something, okay? So animals such as that antelope are constantly under the threat of death, yet they're not showing these symptoms of trauma, such as like PTSD, right, that us humans are. And so he discovered that trauma has to do with our our survival response which is freeze and so through somatic therapy we support the client in completing that and like I said then releasing that stored trauma or discharging that stored trauma so I hope that all makes sense Um, I just absolutely love somatic therapy. I think the biggest takeaways are knowing that it's a trauma-informed approach. It's a bottom-up approach, which means we're more we're focused on what your nervous system is doing rather than your thoughts, okay? Like, there is an element of that. It's not like... If you're in a somatic therapy session with me, you're just sitting there and not talking at all. 
absolutely we're talking but I think a really big game changer is that like you don't have to talk okay so a lot of us have experienced certain traumatizing things in our life that we actually have no memory of but maybe you've been told about them by family members for an example yet like so you have no actual memory of them but your body holds that memory still your body can still be holding on to that trauma of that particular event whatever it is so I love that with somatic therapy you don't have to go into retelling or reliving the story because that can actually be re-traumatizing and I just love that somatic therapy gives us the freedom of not having to do that and we can seriously just work with the nervous system it's so incredible and I honestly it sounds maybe to you maybe if this is something totally new to you maybe you're even having a hard time wrapping your head around this and like believing it to be possible but like I said I just completed another module of my somatic therapy training on Sunday and I experienced this every single module I experienced my classmates releasing stored trauma from past traumatic events that they don't even have like cognitive memory of it is absolutely incredible so let's go to your questions now since I covered like what led me to somatic therapy and what it actually is so I one of my questions were like what are the differences between somatic therapy and traditional therapy and like what are the similarities so like I said already somatic work is like a bottom-up approach we're working very much with the nervous system rather than like what's happening cognitively whereas like talk therapy for an example usually if you go see someone like a traditional therapist they may be um like because the somatic therapy course that I'm taking it is something that therapists do for like continuing ed hours and stuff so they may have gone to this somatic experiencing Um, They may have gone through the somatic experiencing practitioner program is what I'm trying to say. So they may be certified in somatics, but regular or like traditional talk therapists are usually have like a background in cognitive behavioral therapy or CBT. And like I said, that is the therapy that I was receiving when I was going through eating disorder treatment like way back in high school. And what CBT what CBT focuses on is changing someone's thoughts and behaviors by focusing on changing the thoughts first, which then leads to behavior change. So you can see why that's called like a top-down approach versus a bottom-up approach like somatics where we're focusing on the bottom-up approach, discharging the trauma, working with the nervous system. And one thing that I really like to say or what I feel like helps make sense of this approach and what just really clicked a lot of things into place for me is if you've ever experienced like anxiety or panic like a panic attack or an anxiety attack before or like not even an attack but like if you've ever felt anxious before you just like can't talk yourself out of feeling anxious like that's just it just doesn't like you can't do that and so I think like that's just like a really great way to see how somatics can come into play and be super helpful because we're working with the body and it's supporting the body and releasing that and we're working with the felt sense um because 
let's be honest, we can't, we can't talk our way out of feeling a certain way. We need to work with the body. So there are definitely differences. Um, and I do think they work like traditional talk therapy and somatic therapy. I think they work beautifully together. So I will say that a lot of my private coaching clients have tradition, like they see traditional talk therapists while on top of working with me through a somatic therapy and a parts work lens, which I love. I am in full support of that. Honestly, I think the majority of my private coaching clients right now are working with therapists plus myself. Not all of them, but I definitely think the majority of them are like that's kind of the way that they're doing things. So I I think it's a beautiful pairing and I love when clients come to me or individuals come to me letting me know that they want to work with me and they're also seeing a therapist. I think that is so cool and I applaud them for that. So just wanted to kind of like mention that here for sure. Okay and then what kind of background does someone have to have in order to start like studying somatic therapy? Are there prerequisites? That sort of thing. So you like, do not quote me on this because today when I was looking at the traumahealing.org website, which you can go to traumahealing.org, that's Peter Levine's like somatic experiencing practitioner, like the official website to learn all about the training and like how you can become certified and stuff like that. When I applied back in 2021, it did say like I could only apply if I was some type of practitioner with a like active practice or like some type of therapist that was actively like practicing or some type of practitioner. So for an example, in my class right now that I'm going through, um, like my cohort, so we started in the summer of 2021 and then we'll all graduate together in the fall of 2023. And the majority of my classmates are psychotherapists or therapists of some type. So that is the majority. And then there is like, I did not go to university and graduate with like a psych degree, right? So uh, my background is in food and nutrition, but I am like a helping type of practitioner, a service-based practitioner. There's also yoga teachers in my class, massage therapists, and um, yeah, I think that's kind of it. So therapists, um, there's me and one other nutritionist in my class. And then there's a few like yoga teachers and um, massage therapists. So you can definitely go on that website and kind of peruse around for yourself. But when I did apply back in 2021, that was my understanding that I had to be like some type of practitioner or like in some type of helping role. And I do think that like definitely helps. Um, because so this is something else I wanted to talk about was like how the program actually works is it's a three-year program. So there's beginning year and then intermediate year and then advanced year. So year one is beginning, two is intermediate, three is advanced. Of course, I just completed like my second module of the intermediate year so every single year there's three modules so a total of nine modules so it's really amazing like I love how this program is set up because it gives us a lot of time to integrate the work and that's like 
why they set that up the way that they do. So we do a four-day intense module. So we're in class all day for four days. And then we get a few months in between that module and the next module. So we can start integrating what we're learning with our clients, but also one of the requirements for us to graduate and get a certificate like the certification of a somatic experiencing practitioner in the end is that you are also doing your own therapy so we have to get hours with certified somatic experiencing practitioners or therapists we have to log so many hours of our own therapy sessions with these individuals with these practitioners and then we also have to log so many hours um getting like mentoring from them as well so kind of like bringing case studies to them so it's a really really in-depth and like hands-on program which I love it's not just something that you just like take over the course of a weekend and you're like woo, I'm certified you know so I really really love that like I have to be doing the work if I'm going to like be doing this with clients and I think that's so important because I have seen this so many times where people will just like get these like certifications just to add something else to their list yet they haven't done the work themselves yet they're like wanting other people to do the work, right? Whereas like <laughs> one of the best things I've ever heard and it's so true is that like me as a practitioner, I can only lead my clients or support my clients as deep as I have gone myself, okay? So if I haven't been willing to go deep within my health journey and my healing journey, I cannot lead you any deeper than I have gone myself. So I talk about this a lot. Like I post this on Instagram quite a bit is that I am so committed in like diving to the depths of myself so I can support my clients, current clients, my future clients in going in as deep as they possibly want to because I've been there myself and I know how to do it and I know how to support them through that. So I love this program for that, that it really like is so true to that statement that like we have to be willing to go to the depths of our healing in order to support our clients in doing the same. So another question that I received is like, okay, so you, you know, get the certification, you're a somatic experiencing practitioner, then what do you do? Um, Like, what are some options? I mean, I have my own private practice. So I, yeah, my background is in holistic nutrition, like foods and nutrition, dietetics, that sort of thing. But my focus when I'm working with clients now, um, we do approach things through a somatic lens and also a parts work lens because throughout the summer and this fall, I also got a certification of somatic parts work, um, like therapy. So yeah, private practice and then just integrating it into your own practice. Um, if you have that right now, like I mentioned, some of my classmates are like yoga teachers and um, massage therapists. And it makes a lot of sense because, you know, uh, like I said, the trauma is stored in the body. So I think it's so incredible that such a wide range of professionals and practitioners are taking these types of courses. And then another question that I received was, where am I in the program? So I kind of just explained that was, so every single year there's three different modules and I just completed the second module of my second year. So 
in March, I have my final module of my second year and then I'll advance into like the advanced um modules and those actually have to be in person so I'm traveling to Kelowna BC (laughs) this spring which is exciting because we've done all of our somatic courses online and virtually which I've loved because it's been really nice to learn from home I think that I learn and it just it's nice that I don't have to travel like 10 hours but yeah it'll be fun to travel to Kelowna this spring and next fall so a couple other questions that I definitely want to answer before we wrap up this episode today is someone had asked like how can somatic therapy support someone with an eating disorder and so like I said before with somatic therapy like it is a trauma informed trauma like focused approach right and the thing about eating disorders and I say this all the time is like it's not about the food okay and another thing about eating disorders that we need to know of is that They're often the result of some type of trauma, something that was too much or too fast for a nervous system. For an example, bullying, being bullied can be something that was traumatizing to a young person. And like, I fall into that category. That was something that traumatized me, even though I didn't realize it at the time, even because I, I didn't have this definition and this like larger understanding of what trauma actually is. So back to eating disorders, eating disorders are often the result of a trauma and they're also usually like a trauma in and of itself. And so because, as I said, SE focuses on supporting clients move through trauma, discharge the trauma from their body, this is how and why somatic experiencing or somatic therapy can play such a huge role in eating disorder recovery. I can explain it over and over and over again in so many different ways but I think something that just speaks even louder than that is my personal experience like I had had an eating disorder like my very first eating disorder I was diagnosed with was when I was 10 years old and it wasn't until my late 20s that I really and truly feel that I was able to, because of this body-oriented approach and this bottom-up approach and this trauma-informed approach, that was when I was finally able to fully recover from my eating disorder. Um, Up until then, honestly, now looking back, it's like, yeah, I was just hanging out in quasi-recovery this entire time. So it wasn't until, like I said, um, about 2018, 2019, that I really was able to work with my nervous system and complete those self-protection responses and discharge the trauma from my body that I was able to fully recover. And so I just think somatic therapy can be so incredibly helpful. And if you're listening to this right now, like I said, if you're working with a therapist and you do have a eating disorder and you're working with, you know, a regular talk therapist, that is great. I'm all for that. But um, I do think that somatic therapy, if you haven't given it a try yet, that could be really supportive and just like a nice additional way of supporting yourself through recovery and just like a note to everyone out there is that I currently am open to working with additional one-on-one clients so I'm accepting new clients at the moment so my email is in the show notes of this episode if you want to shoot me an email 
And then finally, the last question that I have is, can somatic therapy help with digestive issues? And absolutely it can. So kind of looking at this at like a nervous system perspective or just understanding the nervous system. So a traumatizing event can allow us to be stuck in any one of like the self protection states right so a sympathetic state is one of the self-protection responses it's like that sympathetic nervous system which also you may know better as the fight or flight response so someone can be stuck in this fight or flight or in this high sympathetic state and our bodies are unable to prioritize digestion when we are stuck in this high sympathetic state. And I actually am working with a client right now. She came to me because she was having so many like food intolerances and sensitivities. She was down to like a handful of foods. She was eating zero variety of foods and it wasn't because she was scared to but like she could not tolerate them but she also had a lot of nervous system work to do so we've been working together on a somatic level on a parts work level we have not even talked about her food intolerances and sensitivities and stuff. And just a couple weeks ago, she told me like, Meg, after all of this work we've been doing together, I can literally eat like anything I want now. You know, like she's like, all of this stuff that used to give me all of these digestive issues before, like I'm fine. And so we talked about that in our session about how when we are no longer stuck in that sympathetic state, our bodies can then now like prioritize digestion as it should be able to. But like I said, when we are stuck in that high sympathetic state, that fight or flight state, our bodies are seriously unable to prioritize digestion. That is not a priority when our body is stuck in this survival response. And so yes, absolutely, you can experience so many positive changes with your digestive health by doing this type of work, whether that's with me or another type of practitioner. And there's just so many different um, things that like symptoms or certain diagnoses that like people may have such as like autoimmune disease or chronic pain or um, just like fatigue, burnout, eating disorders I have mentioned, anxiety, depression, so many different things. People um, can be working with a somatic therapist or a practitioner and receive support. So yeah, I hope you've enjoyed this episode. We've been talking for longer than an hour and it's just been really nice to sit down with you, share something I'm so passionate about with you and I appreciate your listening ears as always and I'll be back next week with a brand new episode. I'm not sure if I'm doing a solo episode or a guest episode next, but I'll be back regardless with a brand new episode and like I said before, I am currently accepting one-on-one clients right now. So if you want support going into the new year or starting off, like I'm not doing a whole like, (laughs) this is not me being like new year, new you, but I, you know, something in my head that really like when I was, like I said, back in 2018, when I had... HA still a huge thing for me was like I had spent 12 years plus of my life without my period and I just got to a point where I was like I 
do not want to spend another year of my life having this be a thing for me. And so I just want to throw that out there if you too are feeling like, you know, maybe you've been dealing with an eating disorder for a long period of time or anxiety or any sort of thing that you're just like, I am so done with this. Just know I'm your girl. I'd love to support you with that and we can always schedule a discovery call. You don't have to make like a commitment right off the hop. We can schedule a discovery call, talk about what it would be like to work with me and then we can get started if it feels like a good fit for you. So thanks again for tuning into this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you learned a lot and you have a better understanding about how maybe somatic therapy can be supportive for you. Thank you.